Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You found the Playmakers on CBS Sports Radio 1140. Get down. Try to get down. Good Lord. Baby, make you work it. No, dang it, dang. Got to bang it up. Bang it. Uh, Paul Lizzie here. <laughs> Black Street, by the way. What a what a super album this is. Is it? Oh, yes. I mean, this song alone. No diggity. I, I'm a person that lives in one particular song for like two or three days at a time, and I'll just listen to it on repeat for three or four hours. Sure. Like, that's just, it just helps me kind of feel calmer existing. This is definitely one of those beats where this it's just. Is, yeah. Just very cyclical, very simple. It's a vibe. No, uh, not too many deviations. You know, it's in your rhythm. It's in your zone. And that's, it's a, it's a good thing. Because I think is, the Knights need to find whatever Zen mode this song is putting me in right is now. Is there some sort of Zen mode? Is it a Zen mode that they need? Or is it some intensity in intensity? Because of how the Knights played the second half of game two the other night mm-hmm. felt like they were getting their groove back as we just listened to that kind of a groove. Yeah. The groove thing. If it will carry over to game three, there's a lot of question marks right now on how this team will perform on the road, just based on history that has been brought up multiple times in the last 48 hours. What, that, that we've never run one in regulation at the XL energy center. That one. You said it, not me. Yeah. And that's a lot of history to go up against. It's not years worth but it's it's a place that has not been friendly. And most recently, we did uh, secure a comeback and, a, and a, a victory. But the game before that, we had a two-goal lead and we squandered that as well. And so it's it's tough to go into a, a building that does not like you, that you don't perform usually to your, to your best of your ability in. But there's no time like the present to make things a change. Well, you hope that's the case for the Golden Knights tonight is that it's very clear that they understand the urgency of getting a win on the road because it allows you to come back home and, re- and seize 
the uh, home ice advantage, so to speak, which mm-hmm. Pete DeBoer talked about pretty extensively today. Just he, you know, home ice, you know, got to have the home ice. We know what it, we know what it's like, and it's it becomes even a bigger. The deeper you get, the more the more you rely on it just to get through, knowing that hey, you know, sleep in your own beds, yep. enjoy your own locker rooms, yep. and be around familiar scenes. Yeah, there's the uh, advantage atmospherically, and then there's the actual in-game advantage that offers you the last change by being the home team, and so that will favor Minnesota in terms of matchups. Uh, obviously, the the Gold Knights have done a really good job of keeping their star player, number 97, Kirill Kaprasov, under wraps, and a lot of that is a, a, a due to the fact that the Knights had last change at their home rank. But now Dean Avison will be able to uh, create some matchups, maybe a little bit more favorable for his guys. And so it might be a, a different tone and, and just a different mindset that we uh, have seen in the first two games of the series. The availability of not having to go back-to-back in the playoffs has allowed Pete DeBoer to lean on Marc-Andre Fleury uh, to do what he does. It also provides a guy like Cam Talbot to erase bad memories and put some things behind him and, and allows him to make some corrections in his head without having to go 24 hours later, all right, here's that same team again, mm-hmm. as we had to deal with during the regular season. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, a rhythm that Flower operates really well in. He did when he took over for Leonard. And as you said, there's a couple of back-to-backs. It was much more compressed, but that every other day, rinse, repeat, game, next day, get some treatment, get the legs going, going, make sure the lactic acid isn't building up, but having that kind of mental uh, wash as, as well. And Talbot, for sure, he hasn't had the, the best, histo- like the most gouty numbers against the Knights, but he, he figures out ways to make saves in the biggest moments. He's not a guy that's going to give up uh, uh, one or two goals that he should have. And with the added confidence that he plays with at home and, and, and that the Minnesota Wild team themselves play with at home, you would expect the same. Uh, but he was the one that kind of got taken uh, advantage of in that in that crazier game in the last series that we played because he was he was in the, in the nets when uh, when Leonard was in t- too. But a couple of those goals were questionable. You could say, well, this one was offsides, and this was a, a tuck shot that probably shouldn't have gone in. But he's able to reset, is able to to get that team back on the mindset and just keep going to work. It's the lunch pail mentality, and that's really what the MO of this team is. Yeah, it feels like a truly blue-collar series in the way the regular season set up. These two teams are incredibly familiar with each other. Uh, I know you were on the press call earlier today, and you talked to Shea Theodore, at least asked him a question about – I mean, it was, it was something – that we've talked about here before. Yeah, uh, it, it's talking, but but more of of what's the next step to figure this out because we've we've talked about blocking shots and the emphasis that Minnesota has been able to kind of take that thunder from us. But I've noticed that there's been a lot of sh- shots from Shea that have been blocked and just from the defensemen up high. So it's more of how do you alleviate the pressure to make sure that some of, more of these shots find their way through to the net and at least not be a, an issue for you to potentially have to play D going right back the other way. Yeah. Um, you know, I think going into this series, we knew they were going to block a lot of shots. Um, you know, I think we can do a bit better of a job getting to the net earlier, um, you know, getting pucks there quick and, um, you know, even just finding sticks uh, up in the high slot or, um, you know, trying to recover those block shots or rebounds or whatever the case is. But, um, yeah, I, again, I think from from everyone, we have to do a better job getting getting pucks through. We, we knew they were going to block shots. So, um, you know, it's going to be a tough one tonight. Timing is everything, Paul. It truly is. And at this level, 
it's down to the millisecond. And and if you watch Theo, if he if he kind of collects up the puck and has that puck away from his body before he kind of brings it in and, and shoots it, sometimes that's an intentional delaying tactic because you're waiting for the screens to get in front. So that's what he's saying. We need to make sure that we're getting the front of the net quicker so I can get that shot out quicker so the Minnesota Wild players don't have as much time to get into the shooting lanes because you can fit it through people. Absolutely. We talk a lot about how, in some cases, it's good for players to be invisible on the ice mm-hmm. because it means they're doing all the right things. They're doing they're doing a lot of the grind work that doesn't show up in the score sheets and things like that. I would expect, though, for a guy like Shea Theodore, I would want to be able to talk about him a little bit more, I think, in terms 100%. of having an impact on this series. Especially after what we saw from him in last year's playoffs. And granted, he was really the only one that was going in uh, early on in those playoffs. And maybe that's really why there is such a stark contrast in the first couple games versus the handful that we're thinking of from last postseason uh, in terms of, well, we were fine last year. But we're not fine. Well, because you're not getting the same amount of production. And and Theodore's had to take on a, a, a much different role for this team this year with the with the addition of Petrangelo. We've talked so much about that. But he's a guy that derives a lot of his confidence from making plays that seem impossible or, or just having that next level hockey play that most people aren't capable of doing. You know, it's just kind of you hit the perfect shot and uh, in tennis and it just kind of pumps you up a little bit more because not only did I win the point, but I won it and and I got the feedback, the, the, the feeling in my body that that was a good shot. And so I think because he has so many of these shots being blocked and because he's had to kind of take on uh, a different role for this team, and, it's hard for him to be special. And let, me st- and let me stop you right there because that's the one thing that you know we didn't dissect too much or talk about so much with the addition of Petrangelo is that he is being – Petrangelo was, is being paid to play a truck ton of minutes. Yes. And Shea Theodore was kind of the guy last year with Nate Schmidt kind of by his side. I mean, Batman and Robin, essentially, when it came to D. Schmidt moves on. Has has Theo been able to kind of take on, successfully, I guess, assimilate into that new role? Because Petro, Petro has had to, because of his injuries, Shea's had to step back up and then step back. Well, and Shea had his own injury issues this year, too, right. for sure. And and that's the thing, being having the default answer to whatever you need, if it's a penalty kill, if it's a power play, if it's a four-on-four, four, if it's a late-game situation, if you need to get settled down the team, based on the paycheck, that goes to Alex Petrangelo now. And like you said, last year, maybe not all of those situations go to Theodore, but he's more at the top of the mind because just out of development-wise and and him being the best player uh, on that on that defensive core last year, it, it would make sense why he'd be like, yep, he is who I'm going to prioritize. But now that he has been uh, uh, delegated a little bit, that's her. he has to pick his time and his place. And so that's what I mean. You got to find a way to get him going in the in the fewer reps that you're allocating to him because he's too good of a weapon to be ordinary all the time. And so that's one of those things that it might not come this season. This might be more of a next season thing because we're just seeing Alex Petrangelo take steps himself where he's he's separating his level of play. Uh, against everybody else is those that like hinge play he made on the breakout in game two where he where there was a four checker coming right at him and he just kind of shifted his hips and and just spun right around him and continued up ice it's like little things like that that we didn't see from Petrangelo all season and so if that's where he's at I would expect Theodore to be a, a little bit behind because if uh Petrangelo's the one that's setting the tone setting the wake behind the boat Theo has to deal with the waves behind that so again 
you wanna you wanna do a good job of managing the moment that they're that they're in right now and finding ways to get him uh, and his ability to recapture some of his confidence because you don't need him to be special all the time anymore. But you need him to you need him to make more plays than what he's doing right now. Right, and in the postseason, the the time is of an essence. There's yeah. only so much. There's only so much room where you can grow into your own skin in the postseason. If you're running, if you're running point on power play one and you can't get shots through, I don't care who you are. We have to look at a different option, whether that's personnel decisions or setup wise, because. That's that's the main thing. And if they're blocking all your shots, guess what? They're, that means they're pressuring you more and they're going to be able to turn pucks over more. So it's all these little adjustments that these guys have to make in game shift to shift really where um, the, the win and the loss lies. But it's 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 an interesting conundrum that they have with with Shea Theodore and Alex Petrangelo. But I think as this team gains confidence in themselves, like in a victory tonight, on their ice, getting a couple of goals, like business trip, all of these things. Those are the type of plays where, or or just circumstances where a lot of the pressure can be alleviated so players like Theodore can take a bigger step and kind of getting back to their identity because now everybody's feeling it. They always say it's okay to have a good cry, right? You know, it's like, it's always good. Let me say, it's, it's, what I say, it's, it's good to have a good cry. And I think when uh, the Knights scored that goal, immediate was, it was provide that immediate answer during game two with that first goal, it felt like the entire team had the good cry at that point. 100%. And so for them to be able to kind of shed the emotion of that, move on, get the dub, and move into Minnesota where, you know, again, they have had a lot of trouble. And I know it's, it's I think for us to know it, they must know it as well, too, because, again, there's that pressure of being in the postseason, clearly, but also knowing that, boy, if there's a house of horrors, if you could define it as that, right. it is the XL Center. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that they've taken a game off of you, so technically they still have the home ice advantage. If they hold serve, one of the sayings that I heard somebody say last night, it's not a problem until you lose on home ice. And the Golden Knights did that right away. But you need to force that, force the Minnesota Wild into a, into the same conundrum. And and the the let's do it tonight. Don't wait for game four. Let's not do a cleanup. Let's do it right the first time and, and get off to a good start and recapture the the – um, just an advantage in this series in the power position because they are the better team. They proved that last game. Well, you got to prove it again tonight. And uh, I, I think there's enough going for them and enough alleviation where they could they could absolutely have a, a very productive game and one that could be kind of a cleanser for them going forward in that building and in this series. Well, speaking of a player who's been productive too, also uh, speaking with the media today, Matthias Janmark. Who mm. you know talked about a number of things, and again, you were able to ask fairly pointed questions to these guys in there terms of in terms of what the Knights could do better against Minnesota. Yeah, how do you exploit them uh, on a more specific shift by shift basis? I mean, I think we want to limit uh, our time in our own end. Uh, I think they've been they've been good there, good there in the game so far, and last game in particular, uh, we've been. Stuck down there too long, so we got to get our own our own end clean. Uh, and then I think we need to spend more time in there, and so we need to get on the forecheck and have clean entries and and uh, spend some time down there and grind them down. Uh, I think that's the that's the best way to to beat them, and hopefully maybe we can get the first goal today too. Uh, that would be a big help. Just that. Just those things. It, it, right. All of that, mm-hmm. but more pointedly, really, the last four seconds. Let's get on the board first. Mm-hmm. 
Because they haven't done it. They haven't done it. And they play better when they do. And it's not going to guarantee them a win if they do. And it's not going to guarantee them a loss if they don't. But we've been just harping on the fact that this team needs to find its identity first and, and play with speed and play running downhill and making their opponent chase, especially the opponent that they're facing in this series. So, yeah, scoring first seems like the most pertinent thing to do. Um, that A goal in the opening five minutes would be amazing. And if I'm not mistaken, they've found, they've found ways to get on the board early in Minnesota but they've also found ways to get scored on really quick right, and early, get too. Get right back up. Well, Be ready to go. That's yeah. what you got to do. Be an interesting one tonight. Certainly game three for the Golden Knights as they take on the Minnesota Wild on the road. We'll get you keys to the game and a full breakdown coming up in our number two of our show. On the way, some interesting rankings when it comes to NFL quarterbacks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.